0: Hello everybody, this is Eamon again for the TNA Impact After Show for this week. Uh, as we talk everything TNA Impact Wrestling as, it just went off the air about uh, half an hour ago because we got caught up with something else that we may talk about later. Um, but yeah, uh, joining us this week uh, on the Impact After Show, uh, returning I guess from the regular sort of group, AJ, how are you?
1: I'm good, I, uh, I, I watched I Yay!
0: <laughs> Well, well, and we'll get into why it's a, it's, it's a bit of a yay. Uh, Mike, how are you?
2: I am fantastic. I just want a game.
0: <laughs> that's always good. And also, of course, with his staticy microphone that I can tell because of the levels that are going off. Riz, how are you? Riz! Riz! Ah. Now I just
2: messes up. Ow, that
0: hurts. That, that hurts. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, that, hurt. that really hurts. Not, not you playing with your microphone in our ears. <laughs> that is disgusting. Um. So, yeah, let's start it off how we started off every week a one word description as to uh, what we thought about TNA. AJ, I'll start with you. Solid. Mm. Okay, Mike. Monst- <laughs> Monstrous. 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 Look at that. Riz. He's something other than static.
3: Am I really that stacky? Yes.
0: Yeah. That's the sound that makes me Riz thinks. <laughs> good. Good. No, I got good. I got good out of there. Um, intriguing. This was. As Chris, you figure that out, you're gonna figure that out, buddy. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. You, you, you sound fine now. Um, how, do I, how do I sound fine now? I don't know. Did you do something? Is that how technology oh. happens? Ah. No, and now it's off again. Well, whatever. We, we don't pay attention. It's okay, it's okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I thought TNA was super intriguing tonight. I thought they had some a lot of interesting points that sort of caught my interest, uh, which TNA very rarely does. Um, which I found very interesting. Uh, the one that we were all in the consensus on was that opening matchup, that uh, monsters ball match. We really loved that match. It was
2: fantastic.
0: Um,
2: it was it was Abyss versus Eric Young, and it started off very very worrisome with uh, a backstage brawl that that went to the ring and. It didn't look like it was going to be anything fun,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but then holy shit,
0: did it get fun! It got really fun. <laughs> I think it was executed great. Um, the sort of, I, the like very, the finish to the match I thought was amazing. I thought the reveal of the of Eric Young ripping the mask off of Abyss, and then Abyss sort of um, looking at himself through the broken glass. I thought, and seeing that hey, I'm Joseph Park is sort of an, was a really interesting sort of. Uh, Sort of take on it. Um, I I I like that match a lot. Um, it had some interesting stuff in it. There was some cool selling. There was there was a lot of really interesting spots to where it, I I was so worried of it being like just a hardcore match and just being like where you got weapons cool. Um, but they they went the extra mile with it. Kind of what I talked about a couple weeks ago about how sort of the idea of stipulation matches being overused. I think this was used properly. Well, yeah, this, no. Th- this this told a fine. story. This was fine
2: because this was the the culmination in the Eric Young trying to bring out Abyss in Joseph Park. Mm-hmm. It was the culmination in that story. I mean, they said last week, Eric said this was going to be the final experiment, and like you could tell in that match, Eric didn't wasn't really trying to win. More as he was trying to unmask Abyss.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And he did. And Joseph Park continues to be one of the best parts of Impact because at first, he just got pissed off. Black Blackhold slammed the hell out of Eric Young and won the match, mm-hmm. naturally. But then he got up and there was a broken mirror and he picked it up and just stared at it. And you could see, like, it's not often that TNA...
0: It was, like, it was great symbolism without it coming off as, like, corny.
2: Yeah, like, TNA doesn't, when, when a match ends in TNA, they don't linger on the things that they should linger on very often. Mm-hmm. But this time, you could see, like, the wheels and the gears turning in, in Joseph Park Slash Abyss's head. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, so well done. Yeah, like, I, agree, I agree completely. Even, even if you don't like TNA, if you don't like TNA at all and you want to see a really, really well-executed storyline payoff for a match, watch the Monsters' Ball match.
0: I agree completely. I think they did an amazing job of telling a story within the actual match, which in my opinion is something that TNA rarely does. Like, very rarely. Um, And they executed it to a T, and I thought it was great. And, And... I hope they continue and sort of, i not continue in a sense, but move forward from this. And, and because, like you mentioned, this was the end. Like, this was the sort of, the final sort of, like, this is the turning point. <laughs> this is the TNA turning point um, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, the storyline. So I, I loved that match. I thought it was great. Um, Riz, do you have opinions?
3: Oh. It was really good. I, I can't. I. I... Guys were saying, but I, I'm pretty sure you guys were all the, to the consensus that this was one of the better matches we've seen in months from TNA. I agree, and the the story the story itself brought it all together to a climax, which TNA hasn't done in a while. It, the story is over from there; you can't really go on back to Angry abyss, without realizing, oh, it's Joseph Park under there. Well, you can you can have
2: him struggle with it. You can but, have him struggle with it, and I, I don't, I'm okay with that. But you can't go back to blundering Joseph Park, and you can't go back to Super Monster Abyss.
0: Yeah, there's both of those characters, both of those characters have changed.
2: Yeah, yeah. there's got to be some sort of in between now, and I hope I hope that TNA does that
1: mm-hmm. I, th- yeah, I think so exactly. I think if you have that as your match, think if you, if you, now, now they have to like, walk the line with now they have to walk that line between how do you handle Joseph Park as Joseph Park in a match do you let him be sort of a monster dude now you, like, kind of show that, wait, you really know how to wrestle, or do you have Abyss have, like, human emotions where he's not going to beat the living daylights out of somebody with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire? Right. Like, that, that's where it gets more interesting, and I would be really excited to see a Monsters Ball match with Joseph Park slash Abyss now. Where he like sort of comes to grips with the with the emotions of this. That's that is awesome. Mm-hmm. That subtle storytelling that even the WWE has trouble with sometimes. Yeah. So if I we're got, talking,
2: uh, oh no if, no, pitch up, Adrian. If we're t-
1: if we're talking about actual storytelling, the WWE does a a really good job, pretty much all the time. Um, and this is something that TNA struggles with. I'm hopeful that this is something that they can kind of lead forward with. Not just for this storyline, but for a lot of other ones.
0: Continuing forward, yeah. yeah. I
2: I have to say, I loved the visual of like the the man as Joseph Park in the Abyss outfit. Yeah. That looked really good. Like If he comes out with no mask but still dresses Abyss... I think that I think that's where they have to go with this because I think that could it like it it was very, very reminiscent to me because I was there live when Kane unmasked. Mm. And I don't think you can go the same way. You can't go where Joseph Park goes completely insane because mm. they've been building it kind of the opposite way with this.
0: Right. right. Also because yeah. everyone else on the show is insane. <laughs> well yeah.
2: Right. Yeah, you, have a lot I, of ra- you have a lot of rage monsters on the show.
1: I think it would be really weird to see uh, Abyss and a tracksuit. like I think that would just be a really poor way to have that character. Like, It,
2: I'm a track it rage, might be funny. Or, mask on. or like if, if he's try if that's the way he tries to deal with it like if he has the Abyss mask and the Joseph Park tracksuit for one week I'd be okay with that.
1: Yeah mm-hmm. I'm fine with it for a week.
2: For one week, just because that would be an amazing visual.
1: Right.
2: It's like the inverse of what we saw tonight, and it would work. It would absolutely work
1: for It'd one week. It would be hilarious. So, absolutely. So, um,
0: should, should we talk about anything else? Because that was really nice. And We have
2: in... to talk about a few things. Okay. Um, Christy Hemi uh, listens to our
0: After Shows.
1: Hey, Christy. Hi,
0: Christy. Hi, Christy. Sorry about your weird, like, shoulder, like, attachment thing that was a I,
1: shirt and we can roll with, listen she she has a wardrobe yes and she made a choice and television has to live with it
2: mm. I and and I still have your playboy and I very much appreciate it but um, so it's she last week we said that Christy Hemme needs to watch Impact because <laughs> Samuel Shaw is doing very odd things
0: that is being shown on Impact yep and it turns out, guess what, guys? Christy Hemi watched Impact because she was like, hey,
2: what about that thing?
1: Hey. She actually
2: brought up, like, hey, you have a weird sex dungeon.
1: Hey, you know that dildo Ferris wheel that you have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's implying some. <laughs> that's yeah. not
1: really what was on television but effectively. I will
0: say, if they could get dildo Ferris wheel on there, I'd be very pleased. Um,
1: (laughs) It'll happen. It'll happen. But,
0: yeah, so, consistency in TNA, holy shit, what is happening? Um, uh, And then we had development in the Dixie Carter MVP stuff, which wasn't as enjoyable as some of the other stuff on the show, in my opinion. Because Rockstar Spud, no, Rockstar Spud, super kind and super nice to MVP, called him Sir a Bunch and was like, yeah, uh,
1: and, like, sort of was, like, being, like, respectful, and MVP just shit on him. Hey, listen, he, Rockstar Spud was trying to be a proper British gentleman, and he offered a cheese plate, offered glasses of champagne.
0: Which we which we uh, theorized that he was going to <laughs> drug MVP to reveal that Samuel Shaw is basically a consort of, of Dixie
2: if Samuel Shaw has an MVP rape dungeon with a unitard, a blow-up stage, and a signed contract from Teddy Long for SmackDown,
0: that would be the greatest storyline. Even if ever, even if they were doing that like backstage business consult meeting or whatever, and Samuel Shaw just ran in and like smuggled or smothered MVP smothered with a him. napkin <laughs> and like <laughs> dragged him off,
1: that would be awful. amazing. Either
2: that, or he just walked up after MVP left the meeting. And he introduced himself. He's like, Oh hi, hi, I'm I'm uh, Samuel Shaw, I hear you're the new investor. Listen, uh, as the new investor I have a question. Does this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs>
1: and then he and then he drags him back and like MVP's all tied up and you just hear, TikTok, tick tock, tick tock <laughs> <laughs> Now is the time of your discontent. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this man? <laughs> oh,
2: that's way too smart for TNA. <laughs>
1: It's too far. But yeah,
0: um, this I don't I don't like MVP as this thing because it doesn't well, make a lot of sense because he's an investor, but he's also like somewhat an owner.
2: We like, we we said this in the in the hangout while we were watching. If they just called him a part owner, that'd be fine. That's fine. That's fine.
0: But investor by calling implies him that an he inv- inv- that investor he, that he put money into the company. But when you put money into a company, you don't get rights to how like the company is necessarily run. You just get the spoils and the and the profit and the revenue of the company. Not yeah. only that, investor
2: implies implicitly that you agree with what the company is doing. Yeah, because you're put unless you're trying to take it over, which they haven't said. Right. Unless he's trying to buy a part ownership. Or a co-ownership in TNA, which they haven't said at all.
1: Right, and that could be setting that up um, as 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 someone who has owned stocks and companies before. I don't necessarily have to agree with what the company is doing. Uh, I have to agree with their with their balance sheet. But that's so,
0: but you also can't be like, hey, I don't like what you're doing here. I'm going to do this this way, and this is how yeah, it's going to happen.
1: That's, that's the weird part. Yeah, I mean that's the weird part. But again, remember wrestling hi- wrestling business hierarchy is uh, not clear, ever. But it's not even an issue of hierarchy. It's
0: an issue of title.
1: It's like if you were just
0: if you were just instead of using the word investor, you would have used co-owner. That's right. fine.
1: Right. Yeah. You're right.
2: Or like he bought up half the company. Because but they're like buying the he has and money. money he buying has the money, and
0: money,
2: he has the money and
0: therefore he must be an investor.
2: Yeah, buying it's, the company and putting money into it is two
0: totally different things.
1: Is this so? Are we now? Are we now going down the road where Dixie Carter is Vince McMahon and MVP is Ric Flair? That's,
0: that's the way it's sort of leading. Yeah,
2: Vince I mean, is, you know, he's the minivan riding, bottle popping, goon kicking, you know,
1: ship robbing, T Rex having, really no, have.
2: no dreadlock having, son of a gun. Yeah,
1: braids, not dreadlocks. Come on. I'm sorry. Uh, uh third angle and Magnus had a match. Uh, that was fun. I, I will say this. I, <laughs> I, I, I have to point this out, not, not about this match in particular, but about matches in general, at least on uh, last week and this week. I love the lighting because they're in they're not in the impact zone so it doesn't look super produced. Mm. It looks like they're on the road in an arena somewhere. Yeah. That, that different lighting. Sort of that,
0: like, simple set, too, like, where it's just the basic sort of, like, entrance way.
1: Right, instead of video screens on top of video screens. Like, that's sort of appealing. Like, yeah. I think it's I'm trying to remember what show we were watching, and it was like, hey, congratulations, you got the ECW entrance from, like, 2003. Good for you. <laughs> I can't remember what that was. Now, 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 I'm sad about that. But, anyways, um, Ethan Carter, yet another piece of the TNA puzzle that works really, really well. Yes. Comes out, attacks Kurt Angle. They, he, injures Kurt's knee, and then. Uh, They bring out like the doctors to like throw Kurt Angle on a stretcher and Ethan Carter shows remorse on his face. A little bit. A little bit.
2: A little bit. Not not so much where he's like
1: Oh god. God.
2: Yeah. Not so much where he's like unhappy about what he's done.
0: He's not overplaying it. He's very but there's an implied nature of he's thinking about what he just did. Yes. Like almost like he didn't mean to go. That far with it, yeah. But, Which I love,
2: yeah. yeah I mean, like, well, Ethan whole, Carter. Like, why why Ethan is this Carter. the
0: impact where like everyone's being like a great actor? I and I. Not maybe, everyone. Maybe everyone's too far, but uh, there's, not there's, everyone. But there's really good like storytelling stuff here. Like, there the the little stuff is like really great with like Ethan Carter and like Abyss and Eric Young and even like I love Rockstar Spud. Like I I just think his personality and the way that he just. Portrays the actual character is brilliant. It's very comedic in a sense because it's not necessarily comedic in the stuff that he's saying, but in the way he's acting and and his body his body language, I guess you could say. Like I I like that's the little stuff that I love. And there's guys in TNA that are really doing that, which I'm happy for. And then you have for. Velvet Sky, and then you have Velvet Sky who doesn't <laughs> know how to cry, so, who was going to like marry her. Boyfriend. Well, who she well, just no, 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 let's, no, no no, no, go, no, no. Let's
3: go back to last week for a minute. Yes. She broke up with him. Right. Right. This week he comes back with a box,
0: making it seem as if like he was going to propose. propose
3: and then she almost gets back with him. Well, no, I don't think that is. That's
2: what it looked like because she can't really act.
0: What do you think what, she was going to try to act as it. though?
2: What they were trying to portray was that she can't believe he's doing this. Like she was after, going to after say after yes. She, no, no, she wasn't.
0: I, I disagree. No, I think too. she was. No, There's no, no, wa- there almost a sense of like she was like nodding her head, almost in a sense.
2: Yeah, like, she happiness. she like what they were trying to portray was that she can't believe he's trying this desperate thing after she dumped him last week without actually changing anything about himself.
0: It, but, but because yeah, Velvet Sky yeah. can't act... And she came off as well, just well, like... She, it came off as just says, Sure, that's cool. Yeah. Like, like which is terrible. Once again, terrible to your women's wrestlers and terrible to your women figures. Stop it, wrestling. Just stop it. Well, no, no, no. no notice no, no, I said no. wrestling and not TNA. But amen, stop it. Amon.
2: Amen that's not against women it's not that's actually a very real life thing it's actually a very real life thing and i'm okay with the concept of it because chris sabin did very well in his in his segment chris sabin was awesome chris he sabin just was had amazing work. he he velvet just couldn't portray what they wanted her to portray And then, when Chris Saban opened the box, and there was nothing inside, Velvet started to laugh a little bit. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Like, she was trying to cry, she ended up laughing a little bit, and she couldn't help smiling. in for the man. Yeah, because they're still together in real life. So, she just thought it was very funny, I guess. But, I like the concept. I like the concept of it. I like um, the concept.
0: I also didn't think Chris Saban was that great at it, but that's just my opinion. I thought he Chris Saban was, was really good. Perfect. Perfect. He, he was a dick. Really? He's he the exact dick. I mean, it's not hard to be a dick, but I think there was a, I don't know. I just didn't. And I didn't, honestly, I, I think didn't believe he, I think he I made didn't believe some good it. points.
2: I think he made some good points. He did make because some great points. He he said when he won the, the TNA World Championship, all people would ask him about was, how's Velvet? And I think, wasn't Velvet injured at that point? Probably. Yeah, I th- I think she was because I don't remember her coming out with him,
0: or she was like off TV or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's stuff. That, there's there's stuff they're there. I think they're trying to do, which I commend them for. Like they're trying to put, I think put some effort into this, in like some of the storylines they're doing, which is great. Please keep doing that for the love of God, um, because it makes for an enjoyable show, and I think tonight was an enjoyable show. So I'll I'll say that. And um, Joe and Rude had a good match. Yeah, I, I they did a good match. I'll be honest, I didn't necessarily pay attention to it. But I, I had, I was, it made sense. It got Joe over, and it and it sort of you know did what it needed. The to only do. thing
2: Joe needs, like I know Joe, <clears throat> like the, here's the problem with TNA right now with Kurt gone because he's going to be taking off TV for a little bit. Um, Jeff Hardy's gone. Sting is probably gone for the foreseeable future. AJ doesn't look like he's coming back. Joe, right now, needs a lot of work to sell me on Joe versus Magnus at lockdown as being a big deal.
3: They need a lot of work to do that for me.
2: Hmm.
3: If Joe doesn't talk and Magnus does all the vocal work for it, then I'll be okay. It'll survive. Cause we all know Joe's the ass kicker here,
0: <laughs> right? Oh boy, is he? We know. We
3: know he's the ass kicker of the group. And Magnus, he, for he what he so many asses. For what he is worth, Magnus has good mic skills. He has average mic skills.
2: I like Magnus. He's yeah, above gotten at- better. He's gotten better. He's gotten way better with the Team Dixie role because he has a direction now and he can play toward that. At least he's not a gladiator anymore. That's a fair point. (laughs) But yeah. Like I don't buy Joe as being able to be the TNA champion. I don't buy it. I, I would like to buy it, but I don't buy it at this point because even though he's beaten Bobby Roode and he's beaten... Um, who'd he beat? Magnus. 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 Magnus in a tag match. Yeah. he I mean, beat Magnus in a tag match, you beat Bobby Roode. Lockdown is still, like, a month away. And it I don't... Like, you need something to convince me that Joe can... Do what Kurt Angle, what Sting, what AJ Styles haven't
3: been able to do.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they can find a way to do that because
3: well, with with uh, both AJ and you know and Sting, you all know what the ending was going to be. You knew they weren't going to win, so it kind of just dampened whatever mood they had there.
2: But I, I don't but TNA needs to need to convince me that the next time they have a title match they're not gonna do the same thing. Yeah. Which is just have everyone run it. Like, Joe needs a support system. And I know that's outside of the Samoa Joe character, even though he's been in tons of factions. But like they're going they have to do something where they where there are mid card faces to help out. Because Eric Young and Joseph Park are busy.
3: Then <laughs> who would you help? Who would
0: who would help them?
2: I would say James Storm and Gunner, but they're
0: they're too busy being like no, I mouth. want the I want that briefcase. Well, no, no, but I, mean, no, just I like deserve have that tenu- briefcase.
2: They just seem like they have a tenue of Relationship and they're not going to be solid like a no, solid support. There's, there's no, no like other there's faces. There's no
3: good faces in the mid card anymore.
0: Now, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Is gonna there mo- a mid- question? Is there a mid card in TNA right now? Yeah. Yeah, sure
3: but they're mostly. Uh, let's see. There's
0: knockouts
2: and Eric Young, and Joseph Park. Yeah. And the bromance. And the bromance. Bromance are heels. But all right, like here's. I have, I have a, a theory to pose to you guys. Okay. okay? Um, when I went to the TNA Old School pay-per-view, spoiler alert for those who might want to see it, and I actually suggest you do, maybe not paying for it, but if you can find it through Less Legal Methods. Uh, it, we, it don't, a good, we don't no,
3: recommend that at all. We don't
2: recommend that. No, it was, a, it was a good show. It's actually worth the 10 bucks. I paid more to go see it live. I would say it's worth the $10 to see it on pay-per-view. It was a very fine show. But um, on that show, Bad Influence worked his faces. Now, you would think that with Dixie Carter trying to create this new regime, that the guys who have been there forever, Bobby Roode, Daniels, and Kaz, would be a little upset and maybe feel like they're kind of on the chopping block. Hmm. It, you could easily and i mean this seriously very easily turn bad influence the crowd already loves bad influence whenever they come out and having bad in, bad influence be the backup that samoa joe needs like he doesn't necessarily trust them completely but like the only thing i'm concerned about is that it's going to end up being uh, Kiki McKickerson's, the
0: wolves. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the
2: wolves at all. And Joe has no history with them, so that doesn't even really work. Oh.
0: Yeah, no, not even in that sense. Like, even that
2: influence way. makes all the sense in the world. They were in different eras.
0: Yeah, different eras of ROA, so even that doesn't imply. But then yeah. again, they would could be like, indies! And it's like, okay, oh.
2: Oh, just but, because we're indie wrestlers, we're supposed to get along? But history, like, like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Respect, so yeah, I, 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 honor, that thing. But, I mean. And kicks, lots of kicks. and The
2: Wolves are not established enough. Because right now, we haven't even seen them wrestle. I don't even think they've said their individual names yet, have they?
0: Maybe briefly. Maybe like once? Maybe like in the beginning.
2: But uh, they're not... Like you would have
0: to go onto the roster page, because they have a list on the roster page. Well, yeah. But you'd have to go to the roster page to find it. Um, I think they're doing a terrible job of introducing them, in my opinion, because they're giving... Oh, give- my God. They're giving they no before, background. They giving- weren't
3: even on the show today.
0: We no, not-
2: they, they were in the very beginning, but... They,
0: they were, were
3: in
2: walking the very walking, out with- walking, They're walking MVP into the ring.
0: Okay, Riz. Going off of like what you mentioned about like NXT and like bringing in Emma and nobody knowing who Emma is, that's the same thing with the Wolves. Like nobody, at least that audience, unless you follow the Independents, you don't know who those guys are. You have to give an example. You can't just say these are good guys that we found.
3: Emma was a better intro because they had a backstory. What's they what's had a sl- the
0: they they had part of a
3: backstory. What are the wolves' backstory in TNA? Is that they the, were the only
0: thing they've established is that they're good wrestlers that Dixie was going to hire. It, like that's that's all they've established. They no, no, Dixie was going to
3: give a tryout match, but was already signed by MVP, and my brain explodes because it's too late. In, friggin' night to think about Yeah,
0: Yeah, let, let's, 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 uh, let's wrap this sucker up. Because in the end, there's a lot of good things about TNA that's what tonight. Said. And I think that's what we need to leave on. There were great things about TNA tonight. Really great things. And let's keep those up, TNA, because I like when great things happen on your wrestling show. Yes. So, yeah, that was the TNA Impact after show for this week. If you want to uh, watch us talk about things that aren't just TNA, uh, you can go to uh, live.soretronmedia.com every Tuesday. And then yell
3: at us why we're not talking more about TNA.
0: Yeah, you can do that. Um, on the Wrestling Mayhem Show or the Indie Mayhem Show, don't yell at me on there because there's a reason I'm not talking about TNA because it's the Indie Mayhem Show. So fuck yourself. Close enough. Um, <laughs> close enough. Um, but, yeah, uh, go to uh, buy our t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Um, go buy our app uh, go get all our stuff go support us go follow us go, on
2: go find the uh, mayhem show superfeed yes and if you are listening to this from the super feed
0: thank you. Also go uh, uh, donate to our co- to us to our cause to us at, uh, at our patreon account because uh, when we get money that helps us improve this stuff so And remember um, if you send money,
2: LB will say your name in whatever accent language you want him to. If He's you want him sense. to say your name in Klingon, he will.
0: I've I, I I've heard it. It's 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 uh, it's utterly delightful. Um, it is so it's it's,
3: very arousing too.
0: Yeah, we can attest. Uh, so soup. yeah, that's the uh, TNA Impact Act show for this week. We will see you guys next time. Boner
3: soup.